0: Hi, everybody. We continue with our series on love and relationships. Over the past few episodes, Coach Versha, a relationship expert, has been speaking directly with first gens facing challenges in their love lives. In these discovery conversations, she's been offering feedback to help us all navigate dating. Today, she's speaking with Neil. Mio is ready to be in a relationship. She knows what she's looking for, but feels disoriented and disillusioned by dating apps. And she's finding it really hard to make meaningful connections with folks she's been meeting. Let's get into it. My name is Mio, Mio
1: Santana. I'm based in Miami, Florida. Um, I'm a transformational trainer. I have my own business called Divine Journey. I launched it about three years ago. I'm very busy into that, you know, startup, launching all the all the stuff that goes into that. But um I am dating and or trying to date and I would like to find a a life partnership, you know, someone that I can grow old with, someone who, you know, has a lot of similar um likes and dislikes that I have, that has a similar way of thinking, um that wants the same things I want, that wants to build something together, create something together. Uh, grow together and that challenges me and also um, helps me see the, the the best parts of me as well and, and vice versa so just a partner someone that I can grow with and expand with
2: mm-hmm. what makes you want that
1: well I mean I'm 42 so I've run the dating gamut I've you know gone through the merry-go-round if you will more than once um, and I've had you know uh, un, you know, successful, unsuccessful relationships, whatever you want to call it, however you want to look at it. But um, I'm just ready to settle down. I'm, I'm tired of being out there trying to find someone or whatever. I really just want to grow something with someone, you know, have a partnership to, to start a life with someone, to create a life, you know? So what's that going to give you? Well, you know, I mean, the first thing that came to mind was security, Um, but I do give myself security, so it's not really something that I want to find outside of myself, but, you know, having that, that person to come home to and, you know, connect with after a long day, you know, having that, that connection, that community, um, that sees you, that understands you, that's there for you. Yeah. It's like having a teammate, you know, I think that's why I want it. It's like having a teammate with you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. Yeah.
2: I love all of those words that you're using. I definitely hear some stuff. So the thing about coaching is that it takes you from this awareness, right? It's like you're aware of what's going on and coaching can allow us to then say, okay, well, what are we going to do about it? Like, how do we actually change from being in, I know this is the problem to I'm going to start doing something about the problem, right? Right. So I want to get an understanding of What are some of your challenges? What's actually keeping you on these dates or just in dating in general from actually getting that deep connection with somebody and connecting with them in a way that you want?
1: Yeah, yeah. I I can totally see that I have a problem, that I'm missing something, and I know that I don't have the answer to it. So that's why coming to you, a coach, someone who is well-versed in this, can help me see maybe something that I'm not seeing, a blind spot that I might have, you know? So some of the challenges, um, I've been facing in the dating world. Well, one, one particular that I wanted to explore is that I feel like I have a traditional mindset when it comes to dating. I have a concept of dating that's very antiquated. Um, and everything now has changed, has evolved, you know, the dating landscape is so different. Women are the ones that are making the first moves. Now you have apps like Bumble, you know, and I just, I'm not used to that. Like I don't, I've never dated that way. I've always been, you know, more in the traditional sense where the guy pursues the girl and the guy lets her know that he's interested and, you know, gives her flowers and, you know, opens the door and, you know, does all the, all the steps, you know, and I feel like I'm missing something when it comes to dating. Now that kind of gives me like an insecurity because I feel like I might be on a different page than most people, you know? Um, So that's one challenge. Another challenge is that I'm an entrepreneur. And so I have a child and that child is my business <laughs> and a child takes a lot of work. You know, it takes a lot of time and I spend most of my weekends working. And so I'm not really out as much as I used to. I don't go out to bars and things, which, you know, essentially you would think it's, it's where you can meet most people. And then my third challenge is that <laughs> I'm not crazy about online dating. I have like app fatigue. I'm just tired of it. i I just wish like, you know, there were like more normal people on the apps, you know, not to say that I'm so great or whatever, but the different people that I come across on these apps sometimes are just on a totally different page. They just want to have fun. They just want to meet someone for a quick hookup or something. And I'm just not about that. Like, I really want to get to know someone. I really want to, you know, spend time nurturing some kind of a relationship to see if it can go somewhere. And most people on these apps are not on that mindset at all. I live in Miami, Miami, Florida. And it's like, there's like a sense here of like the grass is greener syndrome. Like people are not willing to settle and people are just moving on to the next and moving on to the next. And it makes dating here really competitive and really aggressive. And And I don't know, I just, I, I don't subscribe to all that stuff. You know, I just want to meet a regular person and have a regular conversation and just get to know them. And I just find that it's hard um, in, this, in this landscape. So, you know, I feel kind of just, disillusioned is the best word right now. Mm -hmm.
2: And how do you typically deal with this disillusionment?
1: I just don't go on the apps. You know, I kind of just get busier into work and just, it's like a cycle. And then I'm like, and then weeks pass and I'm not meeting anyone because I'm not doing social things. So then I'm like, okay, I have to get back on the app because if I'm ever going to meet someone, I have to put myself out there, right? So then I go back on the apps and then I'm disappointed and then I come back and it's just like this, revolving door back and forth. So
2: how important do you think this is in your life? Like just finding an ideal partner on a scale of one to 10?
1: Um, it's up there. I think it's, it's like a 10 because I feel like I'm more ready than I've ever been to be in, in the type of partnership that I want. I feel like I'm at the age where it's time for me to do that. Um, you know, I just feel like timing wise, it's the right step for me. Yeah, it's it's one of my biggest priorities.
2: Got it. Good. Cool. Um, and I love that because it sounds like you have a lot of other stuff going on in your life too that's really meaningful to you, like your business. Um, that's so wonderful. Um, how do you see a coach supporting you through this?
1: You know, the difference between someone... A, a sane person and an insane, an insane person is someone that keeps on doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. And I just feel like I've been doing things over and over again because I just don't know any better and I'm getting the same results and hoping for a different result. So I just feel like a coach would help me see, you know, something that I'm not seeing and maybe gain a new perspective or a new approach that might be beneficial.
2: Mm, got it. So are you open to hearing what I see for you? in the coaching? Absolutely. Okay. Um, And I just got to know you. I don't have to be right about any of this, but I'm going to kind of piece some thoughts together based on what you've been saying. As far as finding eligible partners, I think there are tons of avenues, most of which you've probably already tried. And I'm a big believer in supporting my clients in connecting even through any avenue in a way that works for them. So I've had clients get married off of Tinder. I myself got married off of a off of a website. Um, but really we want to look at no matter who you're speaking to, how do you empower yourself to have the kind of conversation that's going to make a difference. You can get right into it with this person. Not because you need to like have serious conversations or, you know, or or not have a, a light and fun and lighthearted kind of experience, but so that it can be more grounded, which is what it sounds like you want, right? So Mm -hmm. the other thing I'm super present to is you keep thinking you're wrong or that you don't have the answers yourself. And I think coaching is not fixing, right? And there is absolutely nothing wrong with you. And I love that you're mindful of the fact that you want a certain kind of experience. And so Bumble's not for you. And I think that's wonderful to like actually be aware of that. So You know, I also really loved that you said the word security in what you're looking for. And then your brain automatically was like, yeah, but I don't need a man to give me security. I provide that for myself. Right. And we as strong women, that is such an important part of who we are. Right. We stand up and we do these things. And however, the one thing that you might want to contend with is that when we're in our feminine energy, it is actually possible to find security in more than one place. And it sounds like in your life, there's a lot of compartmentalizing going. And it just doesn't have to be that way. So you have both the masculine and the feminine, and sometimes in business, especially, I know for myself, I'm using my masculine energy, right? I'm a go-getter. I like to, you know, close the sale or, um, you know, do my accounting. And then there's my feminine side, which does show up, at least in my business, because I get to speak from the heart to my clients on a daily basis. And I get to bring that to my own partner and all other areas of my life. And so what I'm kind of noticing is perhaps there's an opportunity for you to really see what that means for you, where in your dating might, the masculine be showing up out of fear, out of things like that versus the feminine that I know you have in full blown power as well. Um, So you might want to just take a look at like where else in your life is this sort of compartmentalizing happening and where in your life is feminine and masculine either fighting or like not actually showing up in the way that you intend. It might be getting really present to the version of yourself that is what I call your essence, your authentic blend of energies that allows you to bring forth the version of you that's outside of fear, outside of surviving and uh, defenses and things like that. And the next layer of that is to actually say, okay, this is who I am. This is who I want to bring forth in the dating. But how do I actually see that version of the person sitting across from me or the person on the other side of the phone? So like we can talk about tips, we can talk about where to find guys. And this is also a misconception with people who live in big cities, that everyone is out to just have a good time and no one wants to get serious. But the truth of the matter is, actually, everyone will get serious with the right person. Right, yeah. And so, so, (laughs) I mean, usually, right, in the dating scene, people are there because they want to meet that one. Maybe they don't want to be married, but maybe they would like a life partner. I, I find that at least, especially with the men that I speak to. Um, so then it comes down to how do you actually discover that version of that person that's sitting across from you? And when I meet powerful women like yourself who are entrepreneurs, one of the biggest aspects to to look at is how do you meet that person where they're at? Because my guess is that you're coming in and you're, you seem so self-aware. That doesn't mean that the person that you're sitting across from doesn't have that within them, but it's possible that they're not bringing that to the table as easily as you are, right? So when somebody doesn't match with you or they're not who you want, I'm curious, like, how long you're spending with that person or, like, what the actual experience is with that person that's actually having you know for a fact that they're the kind of person that you want to dismiss versus the kind of person that they're something with. What keeps it from getting deeper, Mm -hmm. in your opinion?
1: Um... To answer your question. And yes, I get the whole sense that you're talking about masculine and feminine energy. I just feel like I tend to be more in my feminine energy when it comes to dating, meaning that I'm kind of waiting. I feel like I'm waiting a lot, waiting to see if he makes the first move, waiting to see if he asks me for my number, waiting to see, you know, where this goes. And so I, I shift into my feminine energy and I, and I stay there. And then I question myself: when I should step into my masculine energy, when should I make a move, or when should I share what I need or what I want, you know? And so I'm, I start questioning myself. Um, so I'm kind of I'm stuck in between like the traditional way of dating, the allowing him to make the move, allowing him to to steer the car, if you will, and being like letting him know that I'm interested, letting him know that I want to take it further, or you know, taking it to the next step, you know. So yeah, that's kind of what's going on internally when I'm on a date. Got it. So here's the short
2: version of what I tell my clients. This is a much larger conversation to be had, but this person, we'll just call him him, doesn't know you enough to bring his masculine energy in the way that you need it and want it. And this is because of the modern dating scene, right? It's no different than someone at the bar, maybe buying you a drink and then never calling you again, right? And so similarly, these, first initial dating encounters is not actually dating. Now, if you were to tell me that you initiated a conversation and you talked three or four times on the phone and then you went out on a date and he still didn't initiate, that'd be a different conversation, right? Because then he's actually gotten a chance to know you. So what you may want to take a look at is what does he know about me and what do I know about him that makes it worth our while for him to do anything towards me, any of the things that I'm asking for. And yeah, it does take a little bit of what you're probably doing in other areas of your life, like taking a leadership role in reaching out, you know, you're doing it in your business, right? You're doing it probably in other areas. So why not here? Because without actually showing up to the bar, if you will, or showing up to the conversations, these people don't know you enough. To actually say like, hey, this person has value. I want to call her back.
1: Right. Um.
2: Yeah. So you might want to take a look at, am I judging this person and their actions based on um. how they're treating me or how they're treating a stranger? Right. Um,
1: That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And in these very early encounters, it's so hard to know whether this person has any depth and like whether they, and, and it's not because they don't have depth, it's because we haven't had the opportunity yet. And then what happens is we take it personally, right? Because yeah. we know ourselves <laughs> mm-hmm. and we're getting dismissed. But this poor person who we're like saying whatever to d- didn't even get a chance to know us. Right. Um, so what would it take for you to take the initiative to let this person get to know you? Because if it were 20 years ago, we would have po- possibly had an opportunity to do that.
1: I love that. That that just brought new light into, into this whole paradigm that I was stuck in.
0: All right, here's what Mio and the rest of us learned from Coach Versha today. Focus on connecting. Remember, the most important part is not the app, but your ability to genuinely connect with someone, regardless of the platform. Don't compartmentalize. Bring your whole self into all different areas of your life, including your love life. Instead of feeling like you need to leave some parts out, like your feminine or your masculine energy, find the right balance that reflects who you really are. And remember, let them get to know you before making judgments on someone. Let them get to know you. And let them show you not a stranger, what they're all about. Thank you, Coach Versha. You're awesome. You will find a link to Coach Versha's website in the show notes. So head on over there and learn all about her work as a dating and relationship coach. As always, thank you for listening and thank you for sharing us. How to Talk to Mommy and Papi About Anything is an original production of LWC Studios. Virginia Lora is the show's producer. Kojin Tashiro is our mixer. Manola Bedoya is our marketing lead. I'm the creator, Julia Calantigua. On Twitter and Instagram, we're at Talk to Mommy Papi. Bye, everybody. Same place next week.